Welcome to Use Your Words Podcast, where we believe in intelligently spoken conversations. So yeah, so, you know, and like I, like I, and like I will admit, like I said, uh, some, one, another, I can talk, <laughs> or not, <laughs> yeah, or not. Seriously, Aaron, I cannot believe you just said that. Um, that will never hit the air. <laughs> God, please don't. Oh, welcome to another episode of Use Your Words Podcast, where we are already off the rails completely. And uh, we, we didn't even make it through the intro before uh, just everything just kind of went. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, my name is Paul. Uh, welcome. And uh, I have with me Aaron. Yeah. Still. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Not for much longer, <laughs> but he's <it's> still here. <laughs> Just, no, no, don't, don't read into it at all. Don't read into it all. Um, it, it, that was more the comment of, you know, Josh Lofton, but you're still here. Congratulations, oh, you're still here. Somehow. Uh, so, what? <laughs> yes, somehow. Let, let's go with that. Mm-hmm. Let's go with that, sir. That that sounds great. And yeah. Uh, but anyways, welcome to another episode this week. And this week, uh, when we're recording, this is the week of uh, March 20th. So uh, this will be released the week Jeez. of March 22nd. I know already. It's it's oh it's gosh. crazy, isn't it? Uh, but when we release this episode, uh, this is still kind of, I guess you could say, in the news cycle, in the whole... Um, thought of people, especially as we start heading into, um, not as we head into, uh, uh, yeah, as we're heading into that Easter season, as we're in the middle of Lent right now, you know, oh, and like yeah. in, in the various Christian traditions and all that. And then um, the Catholic Church kind of, I guess you could say, blindsided a lot of people um, when all of a sudden they said, hey, we're going to issue a... I don't know if you call it a decree. I, I want to call it a, a, a Vatican decree, a Vatican clarification, a Vatican statement, a Vatican. <laughs> I don't know what. Something. An official Vatican thing that was. Uh, stance. That was blessed by the Pope as, yes, this is um, the way we're going to think on things. And essentially what that was, was, you know, if if you haven't, if you have been living under a bush, um, welcome to the real world. Uh, <laughs> you didn't have to take any shrooms to get to the real world. The real world has always been here, and it's not a simulation. Uh, contrary to what some people crazy. say. Yeah. But so what happened this past week is that the Vatican said, essentially, you know, uh, priests cannot bless same-sex unions. And that has gotten some blowback uh, from within the own, within the Catholic Church itself. Yeah. You nice. have priests now saying we are going to set we are going to defy the catholic church statements and still bless same-sex unions as well as you have people going pope Fran- it is pope francis right now right yeah i think so uh i think yeah i believe i believe that's right uh but they're calling the current pope they're calling him a hypocrite because he at one time, you know, said, hey, you know, we need to treat, you know, people in the LGBTQIAP plus oh, community. Okay. Oh, yeah, there's more, by the way. The, we're not going to talk about that right now. <laughs> oh, and gosh. it is Pope okay. Francis. Yeah. Um, but th- there are people calling him a hypocrite because of the fact that he said, oh, people in that community 
LGBTQIP community, uh, need to be treated with respect and dignity. And then he's saying Catholic teaching says we cannot bless same-sex unions. And all of a sudden people are like in an uproar about this. Like this is a, a new like this is a new thing for the church all of a sudden. Uh, uh, you know, that's how they're acting like blindsided by it. Like, oh, mm-hmm. why isn't the church coming up to what the world says? There's a couple of things with that. You know, the first thing is, you know, obviously the church doesn't go to the world in that regard. Like we don't move to their standards. We we are supposed to hold the standards that God tells us. And then if the world decides to move which way or whatever, it moves which way or whatever. That's fine. But the church is supposed to say we are supposed to be, and when I say church, I'm talking big C church versus little C church. So for those oh. unfamiliar with the concept, big C church means okay. worldwide church, which includes like Catholic church, which includes, yeah. you know, you know every every denomination under the sun that uh, that says that they follow the Bible, that they follow Christ, that they believe in Christ, that they, you know, do that. Uh, whereas Little C Church is more that co- that concept of um, your individual local church, your individual mm-hmm. denomination, etc. Okay, so they go Big C Church needs to, uh, you know, churches as a whole need to get in line with what we believe um, at, at the secular level. Otherwise, they're hypocrites, and so you know, people are like, that's come up. And I kind of look at it this way. What it is, is we're actually seeing a, a friction between two religions right now. Mm. We're seeing a friction between the Christian-based, the Christian religion, and secularism. Mm-hmm. And people go, well, I'm secular. I, I don't hold a religion. Uh, I would argue that is a religion in and of itself that has its own tenets, that has its own doctrine, that has its own uh, leaders, their own version of the Pope and um, doctrinal leaders. They have their own doctrine statements and they have their own saints, I would definitely say. And Mm -hmm. um, if anything has been shown recently in culture and in news, I would say they have their own messiahs as well because that's, you know, every religion needs uh, a... uh, like a, a godhead, a messiah of some sort. So there is one. Now we're not going to go in here and delve into what is their godhead and how is it compared to mm-hmm. Christ. And that we're, we're not going to do that uh, this episode. That might be a different one, which might be interesting. Not sure. We'll see. Okay. What Aaron wanted to dive a little more into, and I'm surprised Aaron wanted to bring this up because I, I think this was yours that you suggested, Aaron. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, was the whole the whole thing about the Vatican coming out and talking that gay marriage in and of itself couldn't be blessed by the priesthood mm-hmm. of, of the Catholic Church. Now, for those listening, you know, obviously there's various denominations um, in the Christian religion, and mm-hmm. outside of the Catholic Church, the other uh, denominations, such as like Baptist or Methodist and that don't necessarily quote unquote think of it this way report up to the Pope only really only the Catholics do I'm mm-hmm. not sure about Lutherans if they do or not I don't think they do but they're close enough that there are sometimes things cross over oh, that yeah. I, I I lose track of things but the, the Pope is the head of the Catholic Church um and so that coming out I think was kind of um 
kind of a blow and kind of took a lot of people by surprise completely. So, Aaron, since you were the one who brought it up originally, <laughs> what what made you bring it up? What made what made your thoughts on this uh, well, I guess pop up? Hearing about it. So, and one of them, one of the things can well honestly kind of could feed into another topic of ours that will be to talk. We will be talking about um, as far as it just goes as like as far as freedoms go. Um, but I guess I I guess. I don't understand the the outrage. Unless you're just uneducated and you don't know anything about the church or the Bible in general, which could be a lot of people mm-hmm. in their defense. Maybe a lot of people don't know um, about what the Bible has to say about same-sex um, marriages and stuff like that. Well, now, and this is, okay, I guess and this was another thing, to, ooh, uh, another thing as well. The thing that stood out was saying a same-sex union. Is there a difference between that versus a marriage? Like, what? Or is it just another way of saying marriage? And it really depends on the part of the world you're in. Okay. You know, do they have same? Do they have same-sex marriages legal in that area? You know, or not? You know, okay. and in a lot of places where they don't, might not have marriages legal, they'll have like some sort of legal union. Now, right. now, in this case, also, don't forget, they're probably coming from the fact that marriage, at least in the Catholic and the Christian mind uh, set, mm-hmm. is seen as something that is ordained by God for one man to one woman for mm-hmm. one lifetime. Yep. You know, and in that regard, the Pope might be coming at it from that uh, framework as well as mm-hmm. the biblical sense of marriage versus the legal sense of marriage, which would be a legal union. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Because I, I don't know. I guess my, my thing is about it. I mean, okay. If I, I don't know. I guess it just doesn't make sense to me. I guess why do you want to go to the Pope to have your union or marriage blessed? Well, it's not that they're going to the Pope. It, it's it, this is essentially like all or just in. Well, okay, all the not the yeah. I'm sorry. All I guess what would you just call it, like priests, saints, or whatever. Yeah. So just in the general. priests. So here's the thing, though. So remember, in the Catholic Church, there's a lot of sacraments you you get right. Mm-hmm. And sacraments in the Catholic Church are believed to be very important. There's the sacrament of your first baptism, sacrament of um, catechism. It's catechism one. Can't remember, but one of the sacraments is marriage, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, for all the people who are now in a same-sex union, they can't receive the sacrament for marriage now. Right, and that's very important in the Catholic Church and doctrine. Yeah, so that it's like um, think of it this way: it's like all of a sudden, it's like, hey, you need these sacraments to. For whatever you know, like they're they're very important. Um, but all of a sudden now you're you're incomplete. You can never have this sacrament because, you know, you're gay and you're married. Mm-hmm. Now they didn't say anything about, you know, if a person is, you know, attracted to the same sex and they're not married. They didn't say you can't receive it because obviously they're addressing the fact that 
everyone has a sin issue that they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. I think also what's also probably getting a lot of people really upset with this whole thing as well, that I don't know if you read this part or not. Maybe not. Probably. Um, Pope Francis claimed the Vatican could not bless, uh, bless same-sex marriage because God does not and cannot bless sin. Bless a sin? In other words, he's saying same-sex marriage is sinful. Yeah. So that, that's why he's saying they can't bless it. So I think that part more than the fact that... That they just won't. Is probably getting a lot of people also upset. Right. <clears throat> but... I guess, oh man, I guess I'm, I'm trying to like get myself to understand as to why they care. Like, why would somebody care? Why would somebody care what? <sighs> that they can't? That they can't, oh, that they can't get, okay, get the blessing because it's considered a sin, which I mean, biblically it would be, right? Right. Okay. I guess I just so, so I'm trying to wrap my mind around it. But, like, but who? Huh? You can't understand why who? Oh, I'm sorry. Like the, so, the people that are in the same sex marriage that like they're that getting upset, or I guess the community. Okay, getting upset. So, so let's look at it this way. And this why is why they wanted to get why what is I guess what's the benefit of having it being blessed again if they're Catholic, right? Yeah. That is considered one of the two sacraments of service. So is it mainly just Catholic people of this of the community? Well, people who would not be able to be uh, get the blessing would be Catholic. Yeah. So it's it's just created an outrage out, online. Period. You know, yeah. from um, how how would you put it? The what they call themselves the progressive Christians. You know, the left leaning Christians, whether they're Catholic or whatever. Because in one in one court, they're going, how could the Pope? be so anti-gay, you know, how could he be so whatever, homophobic and all this, you know, on one side, right? That That's what they're saying. Yeah. But then you also have these people who are saying, we're in a relationship, we're gay, and but we want the blessing of the Catholic Church still. Yeah. Because you do have a lot of churches a lot of, and, and when I say churches, I'm talking um, a lot of denominations, a lot of, yeah. across that, all the denominations, uh, churches say, well, it doesn't matter that the Bible says one man, one woman, uh, because you're married to another person and you're in a, a single relationship, monogamous relationship, regardless of gender, you, they call it fine. This comes back to the whole conversation of that John Cooper had recently on his podcast where people call good evil and evil good yeah oh yeah, yeah you know yeah, yeah obviously that. he got in trouble with it because people all of a sudden said oh he's calling cardi b hitler no yeah, that no, that's no, not it <laughs> I, I i don't know i guess there's just so much that i don't understand <sighs> with stuff going on i mean I, now i guess one <laughs> thing i'm kind of curious what if it was a like what if it was a, a male and a female but they're both trans would they bless that marriage that's a so whole other. Still co- that's a, a whole male and a female, but it's just a switch. Whatever. I don't know. I'm I'm just kind of curious about that now. Like, I, 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 if I, don't do that. That, I don't know. That's that's probably that's, getting into the nitty gritty that we don't that, need to get into right now. I suppose. I oh. suppose. Because I mean, that would be the, gosh, I, I, the the LGBTQIA, but no, you said P, P. plus whatever. Yeah. Um. That whole community. Yeah. Uh. 
So let me. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I said, go let's ahead. let's 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 back up a little bit because you were yeah. asking why do people care? Okay. Yeah. What are sacraments seen as in the Catholic Church? Uh, well, I don't, I've never really been a part of the Catholic Church. Okay, yeah, that's fine. If you've never been yeah. part of the Catholic Church, you might not know if you haven't looked it up. So the Catholic tur- the Church teaches that the sacraments are efficient signs of grace instituted yes. by Christ and entrusted to the Church by which divine life is dispensed to us. That, that's, their, that's from their doctrine. That's their statement. In other words, you get, that's part of their, you know, and this is where the Catholic Church definitely spins off from more of the Protestant side. The Catholic Church is more, a little more workspace type thing. So yeah. you need the sacraments, you need to go to confessional and that sort of stuff, right? Right. Um, and marriage is one of the sacraments that's required. To go to heaven? Well, that that, that, that gives about? that gives divine life to dispense to them. So that's you know in the Catholic teaching, it's a very important sacrament. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, there are people who don't get married, and that's fine, whatever. Right. Well, I'll say the like the the priest I thought was not allowed to be married. Yeah, has to live a single life. So yeah, so I mean yeah, it's okay to not be married, I guess. But uh, um, I guess I guess I. I would consider that then my beef with the Catholic Church saying that you having to have that sacrament in order for like to have this divine, what what you said, divine. Divine life. Yeah. So here's another part of it. Yeah. The church affirms that for believers, the sacraments of the new covenant are necessary for salvation, although not are all necessary for every individual. All seven sacraments touches all stages and all important moments of Christian life. They give birth and increase healing and mission to the Christian's life of faith. So in other words, these are pretty, these are required in and of it's, yeah. um, they are important and required, Not, but not always all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's why there's this uproar, because in the Catholic faith, these sacraments are very important. Mm-hmm. And again, sacrament, so there's sacraments, um, so the sacraments of healing are penance and anointing of the sick. Uh, sacraments of service are holy order, like being a bishop or a priesthood and that. Matrimony, marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's some other ones. So, you know, that's where these become very, very important for them. For these people, yeah. So again, I, mm-hmm. come back to the gay married couple that's in, that's that they're they're wanting to be confessing Catholics. Okay, they say they're in the Catholics and they're in a gay affirming, gay welcoming Catholic church. You know where the priest says, "Yeah, you you, you can be married, however combination you want." Okay, mm-hmm. as long as it's in this case, at least they're saying still, you know, one person to one person. They're not saying a, right. a, a, a polygamy type thing. It's one to one. They're not Mormons. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Multiple. Um, but so they say that, um, and then all of a sudden the Pope then says, well, same sex marriages cannot be blessed by the church. You can't receive those sacraments all of a sudden for them, because that's what they grew up. That's their belief. That's what they grew. It's all of a sudden like, oh, I can't get that. And so for them, it's more important. You know, know, for those of us not of the Catholic tradition, we kind of look and like, 
So what's the big deal? Hello, that's me. <laughs> okay, but for those who grew up, this is their tradition. This is what they know. You know, th- like they know they they were supposed to go through and get, the, you know, the bap the sacrament of baptism, the sacrament mm-hmm. of confirmation, the sacrament of the Eucharist, and then you know, and then they were supposed the next one's like marriage. You know, I remember when my cousin got married. That was one of the things that they did. It was the sacrament of the marriage at the mm-hmm. wedding ceremony. You know, and that was very important to mm-hmm. the whole process and because you should grow up a Catholic church. Now to all of a sudden have that ripped away from them, which is why now there are priests who are saying, you know what? We don't care. We're going to continue to, in defiance of the Catholic church, you know, the Pope mm-hmm. say, we're going to go ahead and bless. continue to bless these marriages even after even that, even after the Pope says God cannot and does not bless sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, um, gosh, I guess, I guess my thing is, it's, I mean, if it's in the Bible that you know, marriage is meant for a man and a woman, mm-hmm. I guess... I, and I, I, I'm, I guess as I'm understanding it's, I mean, everybody wants, I guess if they believe in life after death and like a, a heaven and hell kind of thing, I mean, everybody wants, would want to go to heaven if you were given the choice. Well, every, any normal, I would say person would want to go to heaven. I don't know. I've, I, I've, hopefully they're don't actually mean it, but I, mean, I guess I've met people that are like, yeah, well, either one, they just know they're, say they, they know they're going to hell or would rather go to hell, depending on the situation. I'm like, man, that's really extreme. And I mean, it may, I, like to a point, it make well, not to a point, it, it does make me sad to th- think that people are like, would rather just go to hell for, I mean, I guess like, I guess one of them being like hearing of people that, have loved ones that have passed away that if they're told that they went to hell, they would rather go to hell and be with that loved one that they had here rather than go to heaven kind of thing. I mean, that makes me sad too. But, um, I guess my thing is it's, I mean, people are changing. Granted, this has been going on for, I don't know how long, but changing the Bible, I guess, or bending things to fit their own wants or their own things that they feel should be, no, done. I guess with the priests that will bless these same-sex marriages or whatever, I guess I, I guess I personally don't think that is something that should be, and I don't think the church should do same-sex marriages because you don't have to go through a church to get married. Mm-hmm. I guess, and that's my thing. And like, if people, because I remember, well, well, I mean, there's, I mean, before I don't know how I don't know in the first uproar happened when it was like you know churches won't allow gay marriages or whatever like i know i i don't know was that like i don't know how long ago was uh, that it was I, some time ago but yeah. yeah go on so it's like i guess if if you know anything of the bible and of like what the church believes so why would you want to go to a church to get married in the first place knowing that what you're doing is not supported by the church i'll caveat that okay so i'm going to break some things not yeah. not break your statement but break down some things in there okay yeah uh because your your question was why would you go to the church when you know it's not supported by bible now unfortunately 
Yeah. And I say it's unfortunately, you know, from a matter of, you know, reading the Bible, uh, and interpret, not, not interpreting, but reading it as, as is and saying, okay, this is the word of God. Uh, you know, a word that was written in here was written and for the purpose from the Holy Spirit. And that's how it's supposed to be. And words that are not there are not there on purpose as well. Um, uh-huh. It does say in the Bible, marriage is between, you know, at least in the, in the, in, uh, in the Christian sense, marriage is between one man, one woman yeah. forever, yeah. And, you know, for a lifetime. Yeah. I shouldn't say forever, but for a lifetime. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't say, you know, between one man and one man or one woman, one woman. Okay. Now that being said, there is a difference, like you pointed out between, um, the Christian marriage, idea of marriage, you know, cause when you go to a church to get married, you're not actually legally married by just the pastor there, you know. No, you, you yeah, still, you, have to go you still have to go through all the legal through, paperwork and yeah. all that. Okay. Yep. So you know, a lot of times people do it because it's uh, so marriage is really think of it this way: it's a profession of a commitment between a husband and wife mm-hmm. in front of other people. Yeah. And a lot of ceremonies will include the phrases of "you're doing this." in front of these are people that they hold you also accountable and help will help you as well to, to stay loyal, to stay loyal to one another, to have, you know, have a good marriage through thick and thin sort of things. That's completely different than the legal marriage, legal marriage. Go for it. I, I don't care. You know, I shouldn't say I don't care. You want to get married and you're a man, you want to marry another man and you want to legally get married. Fine. Mm -hmm. No problem. Okay. Yeah. If you go to a church and go, you must marry me to my husband. And the church goes, our doctrine says, no, we cannot do that. And then you get all uppity and yeah. uh, get upset about it. First off, my yeah. question is, and I hate that I have to say this because yeah. this, there is, this is a division in the church right now. Right. You have... Churches that are like, yes, come in, we will, per, you know, give you a wedding. And then you have our church that says, our doctor says, no. based on the Bible, we cannot, you right. know. And you have other churches say, we will ignore what we want to ignore so that way we can give a gay wedding. Mm-hmm. And in those cases, I don't understand why people would go to those churches and try to cause commotion. Some people do it just for attention. Some people yeah. do it because well, that's maybe smart. they like the venue. Some people yeah. will do it because maybe they grew up there. You know, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I grew up here. I would like to have my wedding here. It, it's a, a tradition thing, a family thing, you know, that sort of thing. And some people do it just because who knows they do it. Right. And you have that conflict then. But sometimes I wonder if we're, if we're shooting ourselves in the foot when we have this division between the churches and we make it, I, I, I don't want to say public, like so public, but we make such a big spectacle of it almost type of deal, right. you know, because churches that say, we're, we're going to allow you to have, you know, your wedding over here. And like, it's on social media, it's on the news, it's everywhere. Like it, it, it's a big deal sometimes. And then mm-hmm. same thing, the church that says, our doctrine says, no, we cannot. It's on social media, it's on the news, it's everywhere because these are very hateful bigots, apparently, because they follow, you know, what their beliefs state. Now, mm-hmm. in both cases, both churches followed what their beliefs and what their doctrines allowed. But because one went against the religion of secularism, secularism, yeah. it is the hated thing. 
just like now, if you speak out against Black Lives Matter or anything like that, you are instantly uh, vilified and seen as evil and canceled Mm -hmm. online or social media or wherever else. So it's not a surprise that all this is happening. I I can see this even happening even faster uh, shortly. Uh, There's various bills passing through the House. I don't know the status of it right now. But one of the bills that they want to tr- that they proposed is it would prevent churches from hiring staff based on sexual orientation or gender identity, even if it goes against the church's doctrine. Wait. Well, so, uh, yeah. so like right now, yeah. you know, a church might have a doctrine that says we, you know, be- affirm these things from the Bible, and therefore, you know, yeah. we we can have like you know a gay couple married pastor. Yeah. Right. So some churches might have might have that in their doctrine statement. Okay. Well, one of these proposed laws is saying you cannot discriminate and you have to give them equal consideration even if it goes against your doctrine type deal to yeah. because otherwise that's discrimination against uh their sexual orientation. And and so there's there's those things coming yeah. through the pipeline. So is it at all is it all surprising that this uh, thing from the Vatican would get someone's backlash? No, not oh, at all. It's not surprising. No, and it's... actually, have you read the full? Um, oh no, the, the full ruling. Oh no. Okay, the full ruling. I when I read it, I was actually surprised that I agree with the Catholic Church because it's rare that me and the Catholic Church agree on things. Right. Okay. Um. So let me read you their full statement. Yeah. Since blessings on persons are in relation with the sacraments, remember we talked about the sacraments of marriage and that, right? Mm-hmm. The blessings of homosexual unions cannot be considered licit. Licit means legal, valid yeah. type thing. This is because they would constitute a certain imitation or analog of the nuptial blessings invoked on the man and woman united in the sacraments of matrimony, while in fact, there are absolutely no grounds for considering homosexual unions to be in any way similar or even remotely analogous to God's plan for marriage and family. The church recalls that God himself never ceases to bless each of his pilgrim children in this world, but he does not and cannot bless sin. So that was a full statement from the Catholic Church in regard to this that set off the whole firestorm. Mm-hmm. So I find it interesting that in there, he they go right in at for the heart of it, that yeah. this blessing of um, homosexual unions, as they call it, mm-hmm. would constitute an imitation or analog of the nuptial invoked between a man and woman. Yeah. So I was like, wow, they, they really went straight for the heart of the jugular. I was like, ooh. Yeah. I was like, that that in and of itself, um, it, it would make them, that in and of itself would give them the target of hate. And then they yeah. continue on and say, can't and won't bless sin. And all of a sudden. Uh, it gets ugly quick for them. Yeah. Which, I mean, no, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. Um, I guess, well, I mean, part of me is, is glad that they, I mean, I guess it's, if you're going to s- stick to the Bible, I suppose I would say stick to the Bible and don't let, you know, something like blow you off or, you know, I guess show 
become oh nah gosh dang it what's the word 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 gosh dang it starts with a t i think um but basically where it's like you're just like giving leeway or like bending a little bit for the sake of said person even if it goes against what it is that you believe in Mm -hmm. um i can't think of the word maybe it'll pop into my head at some point but whatever yeah Um, uh yeah and so people, you know, have been very, you know, I, I, I want to say almost shocked on the internet that this came out of the Vatican. And the thing is, if you follow, have followed the Vatican, um, yeah, and, I guess and, that's and, something I haven't done though. And, and the Pope and this particular Pope, I should say, and his rise kind of, um, going up and everything, he, you, this wouldn't be surprising. So before he was the current Pope, you know, before he had, he has the, the name what is it pope pope francis pope francis yes yeah. before he was known as pope francis he was cardinal jorge mario Berjolio. uh he was the archbishop in buenos aires whoa okay that's wow so during this time as archbishop down there as a cardinal he was not for same-sex marriage at all oh. like at least from the catholic church remember we're talking about marriage versus union Two different distinct things. Okay. Marriage done in the Catholic, the church, you know, with the religious ceremony. Yes. A blessing by God. And, and then in the Catholic sense with the sacrament mm-hmm. and a union, a legally yeah. binding marriage that's yeah. all done in the civil courts, you know, all right. that. You know, and obviously in the U.S., marriage is a combination between the two. You know, at least for a lot of people who get married in church, it's that religious ceremony combined with the legal marriage, signing of the certificates and all that sort of stuff, right? Mm. So he he was against legal marriage, but he was for civil unions. Okay. So I guess, well, I mean, if it's a separate thing, then... Yeah, because I don't see the, because he even I don't see he, the issue with he it. even said back you know when he was back in Buenos Aires yeah he was, he was saying he wanted civil unions, um, because he wanted people in same sex relationships you know same sex marriage to be legally protected yeah you know he well, said yeah and he even said as Pope we need to love and respect all people regardless of their background where they're coming mm-hmm. from uh, regardless of if they're gay whatever. And he's still standing by that statement. Right. He's just saying, as far as relationships matters in the church with the sacraments, yeah, it's like we can't bless that, right? And that's where people are getting. That's up. where people are getting upset about it. Because I mean, yeah, I, grand. I, I guess I don't know. Like, I don't know all the freedoms <laughs> that are out. I mean, in the countries outside of the U.S. Because I mean, as a, as an American or just whatever, yeah, I. <laughs> Everybody should have the right to do, get married to whoever they want to, whatever. But I guess when it comes to, and see, and this is, you know, part of me even wants to push it farther as as opposed to, like, even for a man and a woman to get married. Mm -hmm. Like, if they want to, not to, I don't know. What do you mean you want to push it farther? As in, like, if a couple does not, like, if a couple does not believe, or is it like, if it's like a non-Christian couple, mm-hmm. I mean, I would, I would imagine like, why? Well, I, I, I guess, granted, for some people, it's, it is the venue, it's the looks of everything. They might like that, 
as far as for a church or whatever. But there's a lot of beautiful places that you could get married in that are not a church. Okay. But anywho, going into it is like, I would, gosh, I feel like this would probably be extreme, whatever, I don't care. But it's like, I could see Christian couples getting married in churches. But I just feel like, what's the point of even like a non-Christian, like male and female marriage? I guess I don't understand the point of wanting to get married in the church or getting married by a pastor kind of thing. If that's nothing you, if if it's not something that you believe in, anyways. Okay, so take my cousin for example. Mm-hmm. Definitely never attends mass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was so important because of tradition, Latino, that's the Mexican thing. heritage, tradition uh, to a point uh, that she got married in a Catholic church in a Catholic wedding mm-hmm. ceremony, and that was the only thing religious about it. Yeah. Other than that, she really never There's stepped nothing. foot in a church. Yeah. So, and that's, so even for me, it's just like, okay, like if. And, and so if, it might be the same thing for other people, you know. Yeah. Uh, grandpa and grandma and mom and dad went oh, to this church. it was done by them, so we want to do it too. And so it's expected via tradition that we go on and continue this. And even though we do not believe necessarily anything about this church, we're going to have here because it's tradition. Yeah. I. I guess, and that's the thing. Like, I, I, that was one thing I kind of liked about like COVID. Also, like, another thing I feel like is kind of cool is because it broke some standard traditions as far as getting married. Uh huh. People didn't, well, like, well, Josh and Amy, they're not going to have a normal ceremony. Well, they kind of did. They did. They had that one thing, the, the Zoom thing, whatever. I guess they did that. So they did get married in the church or whatever. But it's like some people, like, they're not going to have, like, some ceremony where they have the whole thing of the girl walking down the aisle or whatever and doing that whole shebang. Um, what, what this, uh, it was, I heard on a podcast, but this one uh, couple, they were going to get married. Um, but due to COVID, like, they didn't have, they weren't, going to have a ceremony or whatever. Um, but their friends came outside their house and they just had some like celebration outside their house for like their wedding day when it was supposed to be and whatever, right. had, had fun, whatever. I guess that's a, like, I feel like there's some things that are, it's as far as like tradition goes that people hold too tightly to, I guess. I don't know. what. Well, I guess it's just like, you know, people's feelings get involved and things just get taken way too far as just being offended and getting upset about stuff and they're making a huge deal out of something. That And again, you know, this is just my personal own opinion, I guess, about it. Because, I mean, I guess I'd have to take something that I'm passionate about or that would be considered a tradition. If you took that away from me, I guess, yeah, I probably wouldn't be too happy, but I'd have to... F- see what that is that would be taken away from me all music is taken away from you that would be really hurtful okay but music music is a beautiful thing well is now granted according to these most people getting married in a church would be a beautiful thing and according to these people whom this latest uh clarification of rules and declaration of rules from the Vatican, you know, they're considering that like they're looking and they're like, Well, I was planning to get married, but now I'm not going to because 
you know, they're not going to receive their blessing that they would normally get as part of the tradition that they grew up with in the Catholic Church that they were expecting and used to. That's why you have these priests who are rebelling and saying, we're still going to do this, or you have priests just outright leaving the Catholic Church now. Yeah. Man, I I guess, man, I feel like if, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I mean, if you're going to, Commit to something. I mean, commit to it. I suppose, as like like the you know being like the word of God. Like if that's something you believe in, commit to it. That's where I. It's just I don't feel like it's it's good to, you know, put your own put get your feelings in the way of what the Bible says about stuff. Because mm-hmm. I mean. Granted, I mean, this and this is part of the thing like I hate about myself to a point. It's like I grew up in a Christian home. So I grew up being taught all of this stuff. So I'll never know what it's like to be on the outside looking in and trying to understand it from if that's not what I've been known or for if, if if that's not something I grew up with. Mm-hmm. I, man, I remember my uh a friend of mine we were talking about the Bible and stuff. He's like, he's like, now you grew up with this, right? And I was like, I mean, yeah. I like, I didn't like, I guess, make a, um, a statement to faith until like fifth grade, as far as like accepting Christ in my life. But he was saying, he's like, well, what if you were like, you know, raised? Now this is a silly example, but he's like, Doctor Seuss, like, what if you were raised up being taught this as truth and stuff like that? And being, he's like, you know, I mean, would you back that up then? I was like, at the time, thinking about that, I was like, dang. I mean, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, and it also goes points to the point of you need to have a time where you analyze everything you believe. Because mm-hmm. um, if you don't, then you're just, you got to make, it, what is it, the phrase, you got to make it your own in order for it to be real. Yeah. Sort of deal. Because if you don't analyze it at all at any time, it's going to get to the point where you just accept it on blind faith. And blind faith is good up to a point. point. And once you're beyond that point, then that blind faith is not good at all. Because at that point, then it's just like, okay, we're navigating here without a rudder. Like you're, you're just kind of flowing down the stream, flowing through life Mm -hmm. and you're never confronting and like, why do I believe this? Why do I believe that? You know, let's say you can the hat sort of deal, you know, believe the can the hat. Why do you believe or not believe the can the hat? It will be Mm -hmm. back sort of deal. You know, right, yeah, right. You know, the same thing with uh, with the Bible. Why do you believe that Christ will return? Why Why do you maybe have doubts? What is in there? And it's not all based on just life in general or your emotions. It's based on what can you see uh, prophecy-wise that comes true from Old to New Testament and how does that then cascade the thoughts and the prospects of what is talked about in the New Testament also becoming true in the future. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, so you have these multi-layered things that you just kind of kind of walk through. And, you know, it, it's, so it's interesting right now watching from the outside, like you said, the Catholic church, because neither of us are Catholic. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a little more understanding of it because my family. Oh, right. For, for the most part, you know, my, my family's Mexican. So, you know, a very strong Catholic influence there. So I understand some of the ins and outs from there. I know some others who are or ex-Catholic, and they know some of the ins and outs as well. So that's why I'm like, okay, I understand a little bit more when all of a sudden these things are pulled out from them, why they all of a sudden are like (gasps) freaking out a little bit. Mm -hmm. 
Now, I say, does part of the freaking out have to do with their eternal destination? Or I don't know if it's so much that because remember it says not not all sacraments are needed by everyone. Well, not yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But I guess I, I, as far I, th- I think part of it, a lot of it is one. Mm-hmm. Um, they can't get married in the Catholic Church, you know, th- through the Catholic Church process. Two, mm-hmm. they can't receive that traditional sacrament. Mm-hmm. And three, they just see it as opposing their religious journey. And, and th- their religious journey being either Catholic religious, you know, far left mm-hmm. Catholic religious, or secular secular mm-hmm. uh, religious journey. where Because a lot of the things that you saw of people going, well, I don't need the Pope's permission to get married, blah, 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 blah. No. A lot of those people aren't Catholic to begin with. They're just commenting on it because they want to comment on it because it's the topic of the time. Right. right, right, right. So some of it... You know, it's both way, you know, it's can go either, either or on that. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of those, those, you know, priests, they feel, you know, at least the ones in interviews I read, like they're, if they follow the Catholic church's teaching, which they now know is the teaching that they should follow, they feel like they're turning their back on people. So they have a little bit of a conviction in that regard because they're not able to separate the concept that you can love someone without necessarily accepting everything that they're doing. Because those mm. are two different things. We can, I can love someone, but I can still disagree with them. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, th- and th- I think though, there's a lot of those priests who can't see through that, that they have this concept that to love someone is to affirm whatever they are, no matter what they say they are. You know, mm-hmm. and, and that's what they—that's what they're seeing that as. And they're not saying, "Look, I can love you as a person, give you respect, give you dignity, because every person deserves that, mm-hmm. regardless of oh yeah how they uh, represent, <clears throat> what they identify as, whatever. You know, how they're married, whatever. That is deserved, guaranteed, straight down. There's no yeah. qualms about that. But they can disagree because the Bible says this is what you know, we should believe religiously. Mm-hmm. They go, we can disagree on this, but they're seeing that as a conflict there. They're right. seeing that as disagreeing means non-loving. And that that's where you're having a lot of these things. Yeah. And I, now, cause now would you, I, would people say that that's like taking away from their freedoms of what they're able to do if they're not allowed to get married in church, even though they want to? Oh, I'm sure there's going to be people, um, who argue that just yeah. like the same when we had um the the bakery in Colorado yeah. yeah yeah if we allow that i mean doesn't doesn't that in a sense take away our freedom of being able to choose who and who we don't allow to get married in i guess the church or whatever for a church to make the decision like, would that be taking away a freedom of theirs being able to say, like, no, we won't marry you in our church? Or should that be considered a freedom? So are you saying the Vatican saying this, taking away a freedom of Catholics or? Well, I'm saying like, so like, so like for, um, for the, the people, well, the couples or whatever that are same sex marriage, uh-huh. they want to get married in this church that says, no, we won't do that kind of marriage. Okay. So I could see them making the argument and saying, well, you know, then it's like, well, you're t- 
taking away something like a freedom of ours or whatever. Okay. So but the, now what about, I guess, freedom to follow your religion or beliefs? Right. Because then so, you're taking their rights away. Right. So there's legal precedents about this mm-hmm. also uh, that the courts have established. And essentially what that legal precedent says is that if there's an equal venue available. So in this case with the cake thing, let's go back to the cake or go back to this marriage thing, right? Is there an our baker? That will make this cake. Yeah. Is there another church that will let you have yeah. this wedding? Can you get married legally without using the church? Yes. Okay. Right. Then there's legal precedence for that church to be okay. Now, can they try to sue still? Yes, they can try to sue still, yeah. you know, if they want. But legal precedence is in, in favor of, in this case, the baker and the uh, church. You know, it's not taking away their freedom per se, because to take away their freedom would not be, it would be to not allow them to do it in the first place. Well, to take right? away, well, no, no, no. Or because here's the thing: when you have conflicting freedoms, which freedom wins? Ooh. <sighs> oh. Because if you if you're saying, per, per our constitution, yeah, the church has the freedom to associate with whom they choose, you know, and yeah. perform services for whom they choose. Right. That being, being a venue for a wedding that is a religious ceremony, not a legal ceremony necessarily. You know, it, again, it's intertwined in the U.S. In other countries, maybe different, okay? So mm-hmm. I'm just, that's what I said well, in the U.S. The, yeah, that's the thing. That I only have a decent, well, not imp- if even that, like knowledge of the freedoms in the U.S. I don't know much of anything that's outside. All I... From all as I can seem to under hear or understand is that there's a lot less freedoms outside of the U.S. Right. Compared to so, you know. so that's why I said in the U.S. because I'm not going to speak on other countries which I am not aware of. Okay. Yeah. So in the U.S., that's where those legal precedences and all that you know go into. Yeah. So, but then that's why I said you have that church's right of refusal because I said based on our uh, religious doctrine, based on our beliefs, this couple. And and here's the thing that could be a heterosexual couple too, you know they're they're a couple that walks in like oh we just want to use this building because it's beautiful but see but yeah. you, you know whatever and you know the pastor goes you know no after talking with them you know doctrinally we're not going to fit we're not going to be good yeah. we're going to have to say sorry no no yeah you know and then they can go well f- f- fine we're going to sue yeah okay that's the church's right to not associate and say no. But then you also work in, is that the couple's right to cho- to go where they want? Is that yeah. really infringing a freedom of theirs as well? Right. You got to define what a freedom is. Yeah. Because in that regard, defining a freedom becomes essential to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in the way I look at it with, uh, with this, with, um, as the headlines say, church won't bless same-sex unions. Is it taking away the ability where it's legal? for same-sex couples to get married legally unless unless they that country has a distinction between marriage and union civil union mm-hmm. then it would if if there's a, that distinction like let's say a country only allows marriage they don't allow civil union you know in mm. the in the marriage has to be performed like yeah. at a religious place of some sort right in that case it would block you know that couple from getting married, married but yeah i don't know See, i don't mm-hmm. know where that is uh the case where you can get married but not a civil union yeah. for for a lot of the places in europe and that you can yeah get now, either one 
I'll say because granted, I have not looked into any of it myself. But like one um, thing I've like heard was, I mean, you go to like a Muslim country, they would not take kindly to a gay like couple getting married, at um, least in that religion. Now that's just what I've heard. I haven't like dug into it much. So like the but, like the Christian church, there are various you know sex and all that inside yeah. of uh, that. Uh, some are going to be a little more strict, conservative than, yeah. you know, others. Just like in the same thing in the Christian church. You know, some Muslim areas, you can go in um, and do whatever. But some, you go in as a gay couple, you just go into that area. You're putting your life in danger. Yeah. Well, and that's, yeah. And that's like the and, scary and, and point it's not even, extreme it's, it it's, it's not even talking about you going there to get married. It's just. No, it's just showing up. Yeah. So. It's. I, so I guess in the sense it's like I mean man I I I get the well, up obviously the Vatican Church or whatever I mean has a much bigger I guess I don't know following than that but it's like I feel like if why has there been an uproar about stuff like that I mean to say you know I mean even like changing for some people like changing from a Muslim faith to a Christian faith people's lives are in danger right. But there's no. There doesn't seem to be as much uproar about stuff like that, and and part of the reason, um, it's just the same as part of the reason is because they see like the Muslim faith in some areas, in some instances, as a quote unquote. And I'm not saying minority based on race. I'm saying minority as in numbers. The minority. Yeah. So when you're the majority, number wise, yeah, uh, you know, big C church. Yeah you're scrutinized probably a lot more because you're in the public eye a lot more and it's easier for you to be in the public eye. Yeah. You know, and then also some places just don't get criticized. People aren't criticizing China over how they're treating the Uyghur Muslims. Yeah. You know, that, that's, they should be, that's a big thing, but, and I don't care that they're Muslim in that regard. No. No one should be treated like that. Correct. You know, you could say, oh, it's a group of serial killers that go, Still, you should not be treating people like that. Well, no. no, I get it. You know, a a group of serial killers should still be, serve their time, do their justice. See, that's, that's yeah, it'd be nice to hold people accountable to the actions that they commit. But that doesn't always happen. So I I find, yeah, uh, ultimately though, I find this funny. The outrage that's happening over the Catholic Church is the Catholic Church is actually holding to doctrine that it's had for years. Years, yeah. And th- that doctrine has yeah. never changed. Now, people have been hoping that it would change with Pope Francis. In fact, uh, what was it? I think, th- yeah, there was a a magazine. It was called, oh, it, so there was a magazine called The Advocate. Uh, it's an LGBTQ plus organization. Mm-hmm. And they made Pope Francis their 2013 person of the year because Pope Francis said in that year that the Catholic Church ought to welcome and love all people regardless of their sexual orientation. Which is a true statement. Mm-hmm. The, the nowhere in there does it say, and marry them or give them right. sacraments. It says, no, be welcoming, loving all people. You come into the church as whatever, you know, a gay couple, a straight person, a single person, a married couple. Mm-hmm. You're welcomed and you're loved. Just because you're welcomed and you're loved doesn't mean you get everything and people right. go oh that's that, that, that that's just that's sense. just hate you know yeah 
But that's following yes. doctrine. That's following church doctrine. That's following teachings yeah. of the Bible. And I think that's what people hate is, be, again, we're coming down to a religious war. Oh, yeah. You know, well, yeah. And, and people are like, oh, Pope Francis, he's so progressive. No. And th- they don't realize that, you know, he is against, and well, I shouldn't say against, he strongly discourages anyone who has same-sex attractions from entering into the clergy. Mm. He says um, that, you know, transgender should come to the church, yes, but he strongly is against gender transitioning. He calls mm-hmm. gender transitioning a sin, actually. Mm-hmm. And he's strongly against gender theory, comparing gender theory to nuclear arms. It's a strong comparison. So, you know, people are like acting all surprised all of a sudden when this is him. This is how he has always been. He's being consistent in his statements. And the church, as much as I may disagree with the Catholic church on things, is being consistent in the statement uh, doctrinally um, and is being consistent in its statement according to the Bible as well. Yeah. Which I would say is, I would say is good. Um, then yeah, I I yeah, I know the how the Catholic Church is based. Some has like a basis on works, as being a yeah a big part. And and, and the Catholic Church has had its faults for years. You know, yeah. Ba- well, ba- back in the mm-hmm. back in the olden days, you used to have to pay alms, mm-hmm. which is you would pay so much money to uh, Catholic teaching wise. You know, let's say Grandpa Joe just died. Oh, no. You would go to the priest and give the priest so much money to ensure that his soul See, would go to heaven. Yeah. So that is dirty. You know, so that that That's was an old teaching of the yeah. Catholic Church. Now let's, you know, and let's be frank and honest here, uh, Lutherans, Baptists, and all that, we all split off in one way or another from the Catholic Church. We all have that shared dirty history. Right. With us. So it's not like we can go, oh, we're 100% clean. No, we've no. all done well, stuff. Well, no one's, yeah, no one's clean. But- for people to get in an uproar that, oh, the Pope says this, that is the doctrine. Yeah. That is the doctrine of the Bible. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. That being said, if you want to get married, you know, in a civil union, which offers you all the same legal protections, and you're like, hey, we want, we're going to do this on beachfront property or whatever, mm-hmm. go for it. Just you can't necessarily go to a church and say, we want to use your building. The church can say, mm, sorry, we, we don't want to. We won't allow it. We won't allow it. And that's, I mean. And, yeah. and there, like I said, there are churches, which I disagree with, okay? Right. That in their doctrine, they acknowledge and affirm and say, we will do gay marriages. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I, I disagree with them. I, I think they're manipulating things. They're in the scripture because they want, what they're doing is they're taking what they want emotionally and turning that into their reality instead of taking their reality and tempering their emotions based on that. Yeah. Yeah. Emotions are a dirty thing at times. <laughs> it can really be, a, make things messy. Yeah. They, um, of course it can. Uh, yeah. Again, cause yeah. I, and that's the thing. It's like, I, I, it's not, I'm not just like a, saying like, you know, the, gay community like if a church denies them uh the chance to get married into in a church building or whatever i guess i'm not saying that it should be only for them 
again, as I was saying earlier, like if there's even a couple that was, you know, male, female, whatever, wanting to get married in a church, but after, like, you know, as you said, like, you know, meeting with the pastor, whoever was that they wanted to have marry them after talking and discussing, like for me, it's like, if, if you, if you want to get married in a church, but you don't have, um, like, I guess Christ at the center of your life and of the, like a relationship. I mean, I would say, you know, maybe find somewhere else to get married. Because in my idea of like, you know, getting married in a church and having a pastor marry you is like you're doing this before God mm-hmm. and others, you know, that, you know, granted, obviously not everybody in the pews might be Christian, which is fine. But I'm like the, the marriage itself being a Christian marriage, um, it's like you're doing it before God and others to have, you know, hold you accountable and whatnot to one another. Um, I just feel like, you know, if God is involved, then yeah, sweet. Get married at a church. If he's not involved, I guess I just, besides the venue looking pretty, I guess I don't understand. I guess I, yeah, I just, I, I besides tradition, being tradition, I don't understand why people would want to get married by a pastor, you know, and having granted, not all of them maybe have like biblical, um, stuff done for their ceremony, but mm-hmm. I'd imagine if a church is holding the ceremony, they'll ha- have the Bible in there at some point. Um, because I guess if it's not something you believe, I, I guess my question is why, I, I guess, yeah, again, just otherwise, other than being tradition, why would you want to get married in a church and married by a pastor, um, under the authority of God kind of thing when that's not something you believe in. Mm-hmm. That's, so that's just something that, I just don't understand. Yep. Other and, than it being tradition. And, and again, you, uh, I, I, and I'm making sure to bring this up so that, that a you understand and other yeah. people are listening. Some of these Catholic churches may have been gay affirming, gay marriage affirming, yeah, uh, churches before. Now they have their new directive, and it's like a total shock. It might have broke broken some people's like wedding oh, plans. You know, I'm sure, sure it did. Yeah. I'm sure it did. Absolutely. Um, so. I'm I'm not making light of that. I'm just, you know, bringing into yeah. fact that you're going to have those things that some of these churches may have been spending uh scripture a little bit in order to yeah, accommodate that, yeah. you know, and people are going it's to hold, you're not you're not bending scripture. I'm sorry. It it is unfortunately there are multiple instances of that. Um that it doesn't and it never says in there just FYI. It never says in the Bible anywhere to hate someone because they're gay. No. no. So don't try to bend it that way or any comments in here of, oh, they're just hateful. That's yeah. not what's happening here. No. Now, I, I will end with this little statement as well. It would be very, um, this would be a very different conversation mm-hmm. if the Vatican said the church should not allow gay people to enter oh, the church, abs- you know, is... or to come in. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah, and absolutely. I think I think at that point, if people That's were wrong. in uproar, that, uh, that, that would... would be right to be in an uproar over that. Correct. Um, because th- at that point you're being very exclusionary on people who could even come to find Christ. Christ. Yeah. And you, yeah. And so it, it's at that point you're like, okay. And, and some people will be like, well, how can you distinguish between saying you can't bless marriages, but you can welcome them to come there? There is a difference, mm-hmm. big difference. And there's also, again, like I said, sometimes it's just, Tradition, like with my cousin, mm-hmm. then. Um, 
And then, of course, if it's tradition, you're probably... If you, have you ever seen this, the musical Fiddler on the Roof? Oh, no. That That's Not. one of the big songs in there. Is it really? Tradition. Oh. 